All right. So this is the second recorded episode, second home recorded episode of Swag Tier. And the first one where we have our site up and running. That's pretty exciting. I As soon as I saw the website, like I was like, damn, that's so nice. <laughs> I could never make something like that. Well, um, I'm happy I got it up there. I'm happy it worked so well. Everything just sort of clicked. And it was a good thing I've been working on WordPress projects for the past like three projects at my job. So everything here was pretty straightforward and comfortable for me to set up. Oh, and we didn't even do the intro. So by me, I mean Steven. And I'm Megan. So Megan, what were we going to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We we had a list and we even even talked about what we might talk about, but I've completely forgotten everything. Well, I haven't forgotten anything, so that's good. (laughs) Okay, go for it. So on... Friday night, uh, Joey and I were going out to dinner, and on our way to dinner, I was like, oh my goodness, it's 8.45, but we need to stop at GameStop before they close at 9 o'clock, because, um, because I have got to pick up my Mew card for uh, this, whatever their two decades of Pokemon year-long celebration, releasing special content and things all year long is. So we went over, I think they're releasing one new Pokemon every month this year to celebrate two decades of Pokemon. Um, And I was kind of confused because I thought that Pokemon came out in 1998, but that was the U.S. release. um, And Pokemon released in Japan for the first time in 1996. So there's the two decades. Hmm. Pretty cool. I can't believe it's been that long. I mean, it seems like just yesterday, like I was sitting on the couch in my living room playing Pokemon Blue for the first time, like catching them Zubats and Geodudes. Yeah, it it doesn't seem... Like 20 years, or even like 15 years. Makes you feel old. It kind of does. Yeah. I mean... Hmm. I mean, we've been alive for the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. We were we were the, the test bed. The test bed. Where it came in when we were children. We were inculcated in that, and then we grew up around that during its inception. You know, all these other kids, you know, they're coming in at like, I don't know, silver or ruby i don't even know the games now oh yeah i always have this joke when joey and i travel and we travel with american airlines and they uh board their what i call their pokemon class first because they've got their like (laughs) alpha omega ruby platinum gold like oh please like like, air sapphire yep you're special sky emerald (laughs) sky emerald (laughs) yeah exactly so joey's like are we boarding yet i'm like no no it's just the pokemons right now we we now like to invite our Vermilion City members. Very true. So anyway, this this promotion is kind of exciting for me. Well, so it's a little less exciting. Um, well, I guess I should back up first of all and say that I have been on a quest to catch all seven hundred and nineteen. Although I think nineteen was the last time I checked, so it might be like twenty one or something right now. Oh my god! Because I know they just announced a new Pokemon that I think is like both fire and water or something like that, and it's like the first time that this that like these two opposing types have been combined in one Pokemon. But yeah, it is a vast number of Pokemon. And for the first time in my life, I am committed to catching all of them for whatever reason, Um, which is strange for me because normally I'm very achievement motivated, but this is like achievement, like Xbox gamer points or like Mm -hmm. PlayStation trophies or, you know, not, not just doing something just to do it. 
because that's boring to me. But not this for some reason. So I'm I'm trying to catch all the Pokemon. So that's why this like getting all these mythical ones is exciting. Uh, but then I said it's a little less exciting because I started buying a couple of them on eBay, which kind of is okay. Not kind of is totally cheating. Oh, but you can buy them. Yeah, they just you can buy them on eBay. You just like send your friend code to somebody else, and you know you get. Like, usually they're, like, level 100, like, perfectly IV trained and all that. I don't train them. I'm just trying to collect them. And I don't feel like going back and buying all the different Pokemons and, like, putting them in that whatever it is that I have. You know, they have something where you can transfer between games on the same DS now. It's like a Pokemon storage or something. I think oh, you have like to... the Pokemon bank? Yes, that thing. And you have to pay um, a yearly fee, I think, for it, mm-hmm. which I'm paying for whatever reason. Um <laughs> I think I was just trying to transfer between my X and my Alpha Sapphire and maybe even my white and my Alpha Sapphire. I'm not sure. But either way, I have it. And uh, since I bought a few on eBay, I have most of the mythical Pokemon that there are mythical legendary. I don't know if there's a different Pokemon that they're releasing this year. Uh, I think I need like two or three. And I did need Mew, which is the Pokemon for February. So that was an exciting way to start it off because that was one that I had my eye on buying, but didn't actually buy yet. So the idea is that you head into a GameStop before, what was like, February 23rd, something like that? Mm-hmm, February 24th, I think. And, well, by the time this episode gets out, me will be long gone. But you can start with next month's, next month being March's, and I think that Pokemon is Celebi. Oh. Okay, so you head into GameStop, you just go up to the clerk and say, give me a Mew? Yo, give me that Mew, bitch. <laughs> and then you get it. All right, with no judgment as to... To why a, a 28 year old is coming in asking for a Pokemon redemption code. Well, because that's completely okay at GameStop. I could have kids, <laughs> or it could be for me. Yeah, no so judgment. I'll say yes. I also have, let's say, five kids. Can I get codes for those guys too? <laughs> yeah, you could do that. I actually I brought Joey in with me. Well, so it was really cold. It's like the polar vortex up here uh, oh in God. the Northeast. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Yeah, right. I'm headed out tonight. Yeah, I'm me too. To it. And I feel like I want to be sick. So <laughs> <laughs> but then they'll charge my credit card, which I do not want. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I Joey was like, oh, I'm just gonna sit in the car. And I was like, no, can you come in with me, please? And she was like, what? Why? What do you like? What do you need? And I was like, can you please get a Mew for me an extra one? <laughs> so this is the same thing, the same routine that you have at PAX too, where you will where I guess if, I suppose we will have. Yeah, I was going to say, is this my routine or your routine? <laughs> you know, we, you just have to follow me in whatever I'm doing, and I will naturally gravitate towards some free giveaway, and you just collect it too. doesn't matter if you want it. I'll take it if you don't. <laughs> yep, pretty much. But Joey's never had luck like that first year at PAX Prime where she won, like, everything. Right, so... Oh man, I we needed to like keep a tally of what she won, but what I remember was that she was she met up with me at the Wildstar booth carrying a Logitech gaming keyboard under her arm, which has yet to be opened by the way, just for the record. <laughs> she keeps telling me that she wants me to have it, but but you're a Razer aficionado. I am a Razer like, aficionado. You cannot have any Logitech products touch your desk or like there will be sear marks. Well, speaking of that, actually, I'm going to make another comment on a follow-up. Um, I finally got my Final Fantasy Explorers Legendary Edition. Hmm. Legendary Edition? Limited Edition. Limited Legendary Edition? Probably both. Who knows? So it comes exclusive with... Exclusive Edition. Yeah, Exclusive Edition. Uh, it comes with a DS case, 
and a small oh, soundtrack. God. I th- what? Thank God. <laughs> Just at, at the bare minimum, it has a case. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I see. So it comes with the case, and then a small soundtrack, and a little art book, and then the game itself, and then some downloadable co- codes for like I don't know, like armor or something. I don't know, something. Okay. And um, I was commenting to Joey when we were home. Uh, a few weeks ago that I really needed a case for my PS Vita and now I have one <laughs> which I think so, like I was expecting it to just kind of light on fire when I put the Vita in there like there's got to be some rule that I'm not allowed to do this but I'm doing right. it like how is it a theme now in this podcast that we're talking about mixing brands and the spontaneous combustion that will occur when that actual mixture occurs you know, I don't know. I'm basically a poor college student at this point in my life, so I got to take what I can get. Have you actually played Final Fantasy Explorers, or have um, you just opened the case? So I did. I have just opened the case. Um, <laughs> well, you, you're doing better than Joey, at least. Joey hasn't opened her keyboard. You've at least opened true. Final Fantasy her, Explorers. Her keyboard from almost three years ago at this point. <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that question, to be honest, but it's 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 appropriate. So. She was also asking me because I opened it very excitedly, um, and I can't remember why I got distracted. I because you don't it. want to play it. <laughs> well, I do want to play it. I just think I wanted to play League that night a little bit more. Was that the night you hit level five mastery with Misfortune? No, the night that I hit level five mastery with Misfortune was not last night, but the night before, uh, which was the night that I accidentally stayed up until four a.m. playing League. <laughs> Right. And I feel like I shouldn't be doing that at my age anymore. Like, it's just not allowed. But at the same time, I don't really have kids. What do you mean I don't really have kids? I don't have kids. (laughs) So it's kind of okay. And maybe I should enjoy it while I can. Or I'm just reasoning this to, you know, sound good to myself. But yeah, that, that was a good night. I was playing with some of my friends who I think live in California. I met them on League. And we've been friends for a while. Uh, I guess two years now, because I think it was back in 2014 that we were trying to hit gold together. And we were doing what my friend likes to call Sugar Bottom, which is where he plays <laughs> Lollipoppy Support and I play Candy Cane Misfortune. So Sugar Candy, Sugar Bottom in Bottom Lane. Sounds delicious. Well, yes, it does sound delicious. And Misfortune looks delicious. A lollipoppy does not, but, you know, can't win them all. <laughs> So this is actually um, a good segue into one of the things that I wanted to bring up. And I'm not sure if you heard, they just released the patch 6.3 notes. And one of the big changes that they're big for me, at least, is that they are retiring Dominion. Oh, yeah. I caught that news post probably through the PC Gamer feed or something like that. It, It comes up in my Facebook. And yeah, I was surprised, but I read Riot's rationale, which was that like only like 0.5% of players even queue up for it or some some super, super low number. They were rising maintenance costs. And ultimately, when you have a player base that small, it tends to be very hard to find a match with equally skilled opponents. And I can sort of understand all of that. Well, yes, I do agree with that. Um, but at the same time, I worked really hard on it. It's kind of sad <laughs> to see it going away. Right, I remember you being super excited about this secret project you were telling me about at Riot that you were convinced would revitalize my interest in League. And it did. Uh, I did play it for... uh, I did sort of get back into League to play some Dominion, even if it was mostly um, co-op 
AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fun. It's fast paced. Some are different. Yeah, I, I do think that that's, I guess, really what it shined as just something different. But ultimately, you know, even though I spent time working on it, I still couldn't pull my main interest from Summoner's Rift. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why it's not the success they had hoped that it would be. Um, I mean, it was super exciting for me to work on it over the summer when I interned there, just because it was so new and so radical, honestly, uh, compared to the rest of the game. And, you know, after it came out, I unfortunately, you know, had to go back to school before the actual release. So I, I never, I wasn't there for that. But I don't think that, I don't think it really held my attention even after its release. Uh, I think what was so exciting for me was, you know, getting to work on something that was so different and that, you know, nobody really could have guessed was going to come out. Yeah, I had no clue. Like when when you told me that you were working on something that would get me interested. Magma Chamber? No, I mean, I, I actually thought you were talking about spectator mode because I love watching games and I love watching replays and watching other people play. So I, I literally had no clue that it was going to be another game mode. Hmm. Yeah, well, it was. It was a big surprise. But then, you know, they're giving out something, I think. They're giving out, like, a special summoner icon or border or something for having 100 wins on Crystal Scar. And I thought, oh, well, you know, maybe that's something I'll get. Uh, and when I went to look at how many wins I have, I have 20. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I clearly did not invest any time in that uh, after working on it. Right, it's it's like a, it's like a hundred games, and you have to have had those before the announcement that it was closing. So you can't even come in now to try to scoop up the hundred games, and they they don't count co-op versus AI. So I'm definitely not in the running. Yeah, so sad bit of news, but understandable. Yeah, it's sort of interesting how I've been seeing Riot in the news not only for that, but also for another article where they sort of openly said that yes we know our tutorial is crappy and it's because we want to focus all of our resources on the gigantic player base we already have wait the tutorial for summoner's rift yeah it's crappy yeah Hmm. which i was a little surprised at because you know i i saw the revamp tutorial and i actually thought it was it was not bad especially compared to the original ash tutorial I, I'm I'm totally blanking on these. I know I did a little bit of work on the tutorial over the summer that I back in 2011. I don't know what has changed since then. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember the original Ash tutorial. Now that I'm like trying to pull these up from the depths of <laughs> my stores, I think the original Ash tutorial was a little weird in that it didn't really represent a real game experience, and it made odd suggestions like buying Thornmail on Ash. <laughs> That <laughs> that is an odd suggestion. No, the new the newer tutorial now actually pauses the game, or it puts you in a co-op v, or rather it puts you in an AI bot game, and it will freeze the game at certain points when you are doing something wrong or doing something dangerous, like walking into turret range. That would piss sort me of explain off. Explain what's going on, rather than just like freak out on the screen and then uh, wait for you to freak out and freeze up and then die in like three turret shots Hmm. but i can definitely see what they mean by needing a better intro into the game because it has a really high learning curve yeah that's true and it it only gets worse i think with Mm -hmm. um 
each champion edition. And particularly because they're constantly changing the game. Like, they're changing the jungle every season. They're changing the items. They're changing the masteries. Like, even I, as a someone who's been playing since 2010, find myself struggling to keep up with, with all the changes. Right. It had been maybe a, a year since I last played. And then when I joined you for a game at PAX South in the PC free play room, I was feeling like a complete novice again. Hmm. I didn't know what masteries to pick. I didn't know what these weird effects were that were happening when you picked certain masteries. Graves was completely different, so I thought I understood the matchup. And then suddenly he has, he has these like bouncing shotgun shells that are going wild and doing half my health and damage. It was very different. Yeah, Graves is one of the top bands these days, at least in the games that I play, but I'm like bronze or silver, so <laughs> who knows <laughs> what like the real bands are. I, I do still keep up a little with League of Legends by watching the mic check videos they have on the LOL Esports channel. What's that? It's where they take highlights from the from pro player games, tournament games. All the pro players are on voice chat during the games and between the games so they can catch interesting bits of chatter between teams or rather within teams and a lot of times it's funny stuff a lot of times it's like crazy yelling when people are getting kills or being killed and it's a funny casual side of league of legends that you don't see when you're just watching a stream and the player is mostly quiet or you don't see when you're watching a replay a professionally cast replay and they're dissecting everyone's movements and you definitely don't see it during uh, your own well actually it's it most closely mirrors what you see during your own personal games when you are hanging out with your friends over skype or over vent and just joking around with people hmm, i'll have to check it out those are really fun we'll we'll link it on the site in the show notes sounds good all right and i think that wraps up our episode no <laughs> god damn it frisbee shut up no <laughs> <laughs>